Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the ARC Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast is the only podcast dedicated to all things related to digital transformation in energy, industrial, and critical infrastructure applications. The podcast is the creation of the ARC Advisory Group Digital Transformation Practice. ARC advises leading companies on technology trends and market dynamics that affect their business. To engage further, please like and share our podcasts or reach out directly on Twitter at ARC underscore advisory, or please go to the website at www.arcweb.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Craig Resnick from the ARC Advisory Group. With me today, I have uh, two special guests. I have uh, Rick DeSmet, who's the Digital Transformation Consulting Senior Partner of the Asia Pacific Region at Schneider Electric, and Christian Horn, who's the Digital Solutions Engineering Director of the Asia Pacific Region at Schneider Electric as well. Uh, welcome, Rick and Christian. Uh, great to have you both. Hey, nice to be here, Craig. Same, same Greg. Okay. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, really, really thanks so much for being here. Um, I'd like to start with Rick. You know, if you could uh, please introduce yourself and talk about your role with Schneider or Electric, please. Then we'll go to Christian after that. Yeah, Greg. So as you mentioned, I'm, I'm one of the partners for the Digital Transformation Consulting Team, uh, which is based in APAC. And to summarize it, it's, it's rather easy. What our goal is, is to work together with customers uh, to create that business value. And that's through that digital transformation. And our services really is providing this consultancy services is really looking towards the customer, not thinking about all our solutions and products, looking to our customer, what are their business challenges? Where do they want to be in the next three to five years? and work together, co-innovate, work together with our customers to achieve their business uh, goals. Okay, sounds uh, sounds great. Uh, Chris, uh, Christian, could you also uh, tell us what you do at Schneider Electric? Sure, your- so uh, like Rick, I sit in the APAC region. Uh, I manage our digital solutions engineering teams from across uh, APAC. Uh, and my role along with my team is to, to help our customers create the value from uh, their aspirations and their outcomes. So we, we do that by uh, working very closely with our consultants and our customers to co-create, sometimes co-innovate on solutions. Uh, and then we work hard to implement those solutions through our um, APAC delivery organization. Well, thanks a lot, Christian. You know, Rick, uh, you know, you had mentioned about a digital transformation consultancy, you know, that that may have different meanings to different people. So uh, what, what exactly from your perspective is a digital transformation consultancy? Yeah, so. If people think about consultancy, it's it's a big word. So so if we think about this digital transformation, it's about people. And if we think about people, it's really starting to think about a different mindset. Um, if we look, let's say, if we think about 20 years ago, um, we would uh, try to automate processes, systems by, uh, in, let's say, putting PLCs in place, DCS systems in place, put some sensors in place to automate that. But now with this digital transformation and make it even more digital, is the, the, the question which we are asking ourselves and our customers is, what is that next step? Is that really, and, and that means that we have to start thinking about a different mindset. So I'm using very often uh, Einstein, to think about that is that if we have certain problems or certain solutions in a certain mindset, the only way to solve that problem is to change our mindset. And that's really by working together with people, with organizations. 
And as an example, uh, what we would do is, is really asking what would be an exceptional experience of an operator or what would be an exceptional experience of a maintenance person? What would that look like? Could we provide them with some maybe um, an assistant, a smart assistant, so that when they make changes in the environment, it's always the best change, but they are assisted by maybe some smart agents. Uh, the same uh, moving from this physical world and this digital world in our in in our digital let's say in sorry in our in the industrial companies it's we have been automating and we think we have already done that leap to that digital but once we start working closely with customers they start to see that yes we are in a certain maturity of our journey but we still have a big way to go. And therefore, it's it's really helping them to see that, yes, we have this physical world. Let's continue to do the optimization. Let's do it better. But the other side is also that transformation. What would it look like if we can get smarter with the data and it provides us knowledge, not just some information, but really provides us knowledge so we can make better decisions or even the best decisions? What would it look like? So that is really our consultancy is looking to the all aspects of the people, change of management, where is that business value that we can provide um, looking at? And we don't even talk about products that will come later into, into it. So that's the first step we try to do in our engagement uh, with customers. So, so in reality, you know, regardless of where they are on their journey, even if they're just starting. So you're in a position where you can really, you know, kind of help them start their digital transformation journey. Is that correct? So no matter what point they are on, on the on the on the evolution, shall we say? That, that That's correct. And so, so one of the, the the first thing we try to establish with our uh, customers is not starting off, let's say, um, what do you want or how do you want it or 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 when do you want it it's more that's more that physical thinking we really want to start from the why why do you want to do it and really go deep into that why um so that really can unearth that 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 uh, opportunity and and for example a why could be that their customers our customers customers start to ask maybe different ways of providing the services or the goods so they have to start thinking totally different so it's starting with the why is a very important one and if we then um, let's say look into the engagement there are a couple of of main uh, elements out of that and of course first is is looking to uh, an assessment where are you today because each company has a certain maturity and depending on the maturity, of course, they can go faster or they have to go slower or they have to put the foundations first in place. So it's really important to understand their own assessment. And what we see is when you do it as an outside company, so you get, let's say, the outside inside view, it really provides them with insights they don't see anymore because yeah, sometimes you start to uh, have some, some um, yeah, it's, it becomes invisible for them. And once we understand that is the questions is how can we help our customers then to create that value roadmap? And the value roadmap is really linking not only uh, technology, but really thinking about this value. Why are we going to get some value? What are the business levers? So that we really can create that roadmap and it's really uh, then the use cases, but with ROI. So that's an important element of that. 
And then another uh, element we try to do also is that change management. Again, it's about people. So how can we help uh, not, um, not uh, let's say, stay where we understate the status quo, but also can we create like an innovation culture? Or who are the transformation champions? How we can we do that? And really helping our customers then also to create that, let's say, a compelling story of change, a compelling story of transformation. Because what we see is that once, it, and it's like a network effect, once we have, let's say, a team who starts to be these champions, what if we can create two teams, three teams, four teams, eight teams of, um, of change managers? or transformation champions and that's really powerful then it, it starts to drive themselves and last but not least is also creating awareness and once we have this awareness it it really provides us and maybe we have to make some webs, websites or some some success stories and this this really provides us with the value identification so we understand now where the value is how we're going to do the change how we're going to create awareness but there's still another element, of course, that we have to do is that once we have identified the change management, is how we're going to realize that. Yeah, I know that 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 that's so critical, and and then I want to shift over to Christian because as as Rick talked a lot about you know value, you know what are you doing specifically to help your customers kind of realize the value of the digital transformation strategy that the consultancy helped them to you know identify and craft. Yeah, so look, yeah, that's where my team comes in, right? So, and it's all about getting the right engineers and the team together to continue that story and journey along from the consultants with our customers. So it's it's not about just having, you know, those perfect technologists. It, it's having those engineers that have a similar mindset of asking why are we doing this? What are we trying to achieve? Uh, where does this solution need to go to in the next three to five years? And, and make sure we, we keep that in our mind. You know, as, as uh, engineers, I think, from time to time, we're all subjected to cognitive bias where, you know, we land on a technology that we've used before. It was very similar on a, a previous customer problem, but then you're kind of trying to fit the problem into the technology and, that, and that's definitely not what we want to do. So um, we work very closely with the consultants and the customer to fully understand the outcomes that we're trying to achieve, right? And what is that exceptional experience? And, and then once we do that, um, then we can start to look at what is that technology that we need to design to, to help reach those desired outcomes? So working very closely with the customers, identifying technology inside and outside of Schneider. It's not just about you know, leveraging you know, the, the best parts of Schneider. It's what is the best solution and technology to, to solve these problems that the customers are having and create that experience. And part of my role is to help flatten the organization within Schneider. So that team that works with the customer has access to our full portfolio, uh, all of the, the, the teams within Schneider, the, the R&D teams, the, the innovation labs that we have. So have it, making sure that we can then leverage the best parts of Schneider then to, 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 to bring together that team that's going to solve this problem in the best possible way. Then we move into the engineering phase. Um, where we look at the technology, uh, test what te uh, technology do we need to test? Uh, do we need to run some proof of concepts or proof of values and start to build up that execution plan um, to resolve these issues? So then once we have that execution plan pretty much now down, we can then uh, start to connect with that, that large delivery organization to deliver these solutions and move into that execution phase. Now, obviously, along the way, we 
the team continues to to have input and stay connected to the execution because we may need to to move back into some of the planning parts and the engineering piece. So we keep it iterative, right? A little bit agile as we move forward. It's not just a, a linear execution plan we look at here. We make sure that there's, a, there's those constant litmus tests along the way to make sure that we are reaching that that outcome that we're we're striving to achieve. Yeah, you know, you've you've both identified certainly a tremendous amount of, of value. Uh, the thing a lot of your customers will want to know is how do they actually scale that? And then, Rick, can you talk a little bit about like during the consulting phase, you know, how do you how do you actually, you know, scale all the, the value that you're actually providing as part of your consultancy services? It's uh, it's maybe one of the most difficult parts uh, because identification. OK, we can do that. Then we do the execution. Yes, we can do that. But how do you then scale that? How do you do this maybe in, in hundreds of factories? Um, and what we have seen is, is working well, <clears throat> sorry, is working well, is, is going from project mindset one by one to a program mindset, really thinking about what that program, and I will give you a couple of examples uh, how to think about that. So if we think about first the project mindset, is that uh, companies ourselves, uh, they, they're looking for initiatives, but all of these initiatives are most of the time independent of each other. And maybe supply chain has some initiative, operation has some initiatives, uh, engineering have some, and each have, of course, their KPIs and aspirations. But then the question is, after we do this a couple of years, or let, let's say look back to the last 10 years, is the needle has not really moved. Yes, we have been continuing optimization, but did we do really a transformation? So it's really going from that process thinking to that system thinking, that's what we have to do. So the question we then uh, try to work together with the customer is how we can create now a journey through a program. It's a journey. It's not just a project. It's a journey. So it could be multiple years. So what if we can now create a program where our strengths, our strength is automation. We have cyber, we have sustainability, we have transformation, electrification, and so on and so on. That's our strength. How can we put this in a program so that we can bring our knowledge to the customer and work together and create a multi-year um, program to really move that needle in an accelerated form. And so that we really can, can drive this change to a future. And what we then see is that this approach is, is working really well, but it's not enough. We need also the support of management and really clearly um, identified, uh, identified. And, and for example, what we have seen in our own factories and working really well is as a team, we selected that here are the foundational solutions. Each plant, and uh, we have about uh, 200 factories, each of these factories must have the minimum, maybe this seven solutions of um, uh, services. Because this is the foundation. If we have that in place, then we can grow, we can change, we can transform. And then there may be elective, where depending from side to side, they can select maybe depending on that business challenge or maturity that they can select. So it's really thinking about not project by project, but what is that journey we can help our customers with? Because we identify the value, we have the people to do it, but we have not only the people, we have the, the knowledge, the broad knowledge of that. So to summarize, if you want to scale, both must have a team in place. It's not just a person. It's a team in place with clear 
crystal even, crystal clear objectives, uh, but has to be supported by management. Uh, we have to have the KPIs in place. Think about this project to program. And at the, at the end, it's still about people. It's not about technology because the change is driven by people and used by people. So we have to involve them and, and really make them part of the journey. And this allows you really to scale and go to yeah. the next level uh, to do that. Yeah, I know that that that's so critical to get the, uh, the, the have people involved and have and have buy in. In many cases, what you need is really to provide those people a lot of times with the with the measurable, quantified business value because they have to justify the investment. They want to see what the what's the ROI, you know, for example. So so how, how does your consultancy help your customers to quantify a digital transformation business value? Yeah, it's it's it's. It. It's a question which is on everybody's lips. How do we measure this? How do we do that? Um, and wh what we can see is that, uh, let's say you want to in integrate everything, um, maybe introduce new ways of working. What is that business value? And what we see, and we use that quote sometimes as the question is, how can we make that what is invisible visible? So we, we need some things. And so that's 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 one of the questions. But what we see is that in the let's say if it's a project by project, yes, maybe we can measure it easily as an improving productivity, maybe of two percent. But maybe we should rephrase the question also and and asked and maybe a better question is not just the ROI, but the, the question is what does your customer wants in the next three to five years? Maybe they want to have much more personalized goods or services. Uh, maybe they want that you deliver much faster, um, maybe smaller quantities, um, maybe more variability, maybe a different business model. So I think on the one side is we have in the process, yes, we can optimize our process, but also think from your customer side. What are the challenges that the customer will provide that will give to you? And that can be a big return investment. And it's not only the optimization of your processes and the plant, but look to your customer where that business value is and, and how you're going to provide that exceptional experience to your customer. And, and it's a very uh, important one uh, because otherwise, if you're not going to do it, somebody else will do it. So there's that big business value. One side is the optimization of your plant but also think about what that future is of your customer. What do they want? And what is that um, new way of working with your customer going to be? And how are you going to create that resiliency, agility in your processes? I'm certainly glad you talked about the new ways of working. And there's a question I actually would like to ask uh, Christian. You know, because we, we certainly, we're looking at, uh, you know, our clients, you know, we see a lot of failed attempts by, uh, by our customers to try to transform or bring in those new ways of working and and can you really like help uh, explain you know how you know how you you know the traps that you see and and how you you know can kind of uh, comprehend what those traps are and and what you've learned and how have you kind of helped your customers kind of overcome some of those uh, some of those traps when it comes to uh, new ways of working sure right so it's um we're always trying to think about what is that excellent customer experience for our customers and and, and how do we overcome those challenges right and we like to have um, a foul fast mentality when we start to look at different types of technologies um and we definitely don't want to get stuck in some kind of uh, purgatory of poc right we have to have a clear understanding of where we're going and um 
not be afraid to change technology along the way, right? So um, it's all about, you know, understanding where we want to go to, where we need to get to, having a connection philosophy for, for all of the solutions that we bring together and making sure that this can scale into something um, that is going to be useful and uh, has some longevity. Um, and as Rick was mentioning, it's not just about the technology, right? It's also about the people. It's all about supporting the change in that organization to leverage that solution that we put in place. So it's bringing the, the people, technology and process together in its entirety to um, to make sure we achieve that success. But I, I would say um, really some of the traps uh, that we've come across are around executing proof of concept, for example, where, you know, we don't have both parties that have skin in the game. So it's a lot of our customers come to us and say, can we have a you know a free POC? I right? prove to us that this is going to work. But then it becomes very one-sided on um, one party, right? And if this proof of concept goes over a certain period of time, you know, the customer we're working with may lose interest because they don't have any skin in the game. So it's important that you get that buy-in, right? A little bit of money on the table, get them connected and engaged to make sure that we can reach those milestones to, to um, make sure we conclude those uh, proof of concepts to a point where we can make a decision on what is the next steps to move forward. So I would I would say it's uh, it's about you know, a little bit of speed, failing fast, not being afraid to to pivot into new uh, new areas or new new solutions or new paths as you start to evolve that solution. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's key. I mean, we find that if we can engage people at all levels, you know, if it's if it's a top down program. You know, it, it, it never works because there's no sense of ownership at all levels. And if we can kind of work with people so they feel a sense of pride and ownership in the project, we find that 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 makes an amazing difference as far as for the success. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, and as we begin to kind of wrap up our podcast today, what I'd like to ask each of you is if you could provide, you know, the our audience with a couple of really specific takeaways that they can use when they when they want to go back, you know, to their to their plants and factories and they want to try to kind of consider, you know, what is their next step in digital transformation and how can they leverage a digital transformation consultancy such as yours? So I'll start with Rick and then go to Christian. So so I, I would start from really as an organization, think about your customer and what would be an exceptional experience for your customer and what can you bring to the table to achieve that? Um, we did an exercise, uh, an engagement with the customer, and we started from their customer and it tried to um, see what it would look like. And for example, their customer didn't want to talk anymore with them. What does it mean is they expect that everything is go through, through, let's say, the Internet or an app. They can see exactly where the goods are. They are fine with that. But that means then that the commercial people the engineers, the operation behind, supply chain behind, has to understand that's really that what we have to do. So even from engineering point of view, whatever you're going to do from a project, why is this related to your customer? Or supply chain, if you make change, why is this related to your customer? So once we made that clear, what is that persona? What is that? And even more is that the future of what that persona wants. It becomes really easier to say what are the investments we have to do to achieve that exceptional customer experience instead of um, just looking internally what we can do improve to improve it's really easier than to put somewhere 
an, uh, let's say, a persona in front of you to help you what that digital transformation can be for your customer. And you could say you could also have internal customers. It's the same principle. If you think you can help your internal customers in your company better, let's do that. Uh, and that's sometimes an, an easy way to look of will it provide business value or not, is what will it um, help others to achieve their goals uh, in, in a better way. Well, those are those are excellent points. Uh, hope, hopefully, Christian, uh, Rick didn't steal all the some of the points you <laughs> wanted to say. This is always always hard to be the how always hard to be second to this. But uh, what other points would you like to establish? Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, I think from from what I've learned um, going through this journey is that it's clear that you need to engage with your workforce constantly as you go through this uh, transformation. Um, communication is key and that change management of people is definitely key. It, it's okay to put the technology in place, but are, you, are they really going to achieve the value out of it if if you don't bring along everyone on this journey to make sure it's a success? Um, and I would say, you know, work very agile. It's it's not a problem to go back and, and restart certain phases, I would say, and make sure you clearly define what success looks like when you reach the end of each of those phases. And then really look at pivoting that solution to where you need it to go. Continue to get the feedback from the people that are going to be the subscribers of the solutions to make sure they're engaged and we and they do meet the success criteria they did they are creating that solution that's gonna that's gonna transform their business and change the, the, the way they work um like rick said it's not all about the technology it's everything combined to create the transformation yeah absolutely i'm, I'm glad you found some uh, some different and excellent points as well christian i mean i mean my, my final point is always that that culture beats technology continuously and you can have all the best technology and the best services, but if you can't if you can't work with the people and uh, and and kind of let the culture kind of help pull the project through mm-hmm. and accelerate the digital transformation journey, it's really not your chances of success are not going to be good. But uh, but I'm very confident uh, based on Rick and Christian what you've uh, what you've pointed out today that uh, that your customers are are really extremely uh, will benefit from uh, your outstanding uh, services and uh, that you'll be that you're providing and really helping to accelerate those digital transformation journeys. So so Rick and Christian, uh, thank you so much for for being here. It was a great great talk and uh, outstanding points. And uh, this is Craig Resnick with the ARC Advisory Group. Uh, I want to thank you very much for listening. Wishing everybody a great day. Thank you.